Welcome to Wax Cast Radio, the official radio station of the Get It On Vinyl Revolution. Welcome to Wax Cast Radio and the third and final chapter of our series on how the big labels can change their business model in order to increase physical sales. We are very excited about tonight's WaxCast because we are discussing the biggest change they can make to increase their bottom line. Rolling Stone and you can put whatever stock you want in that piece of shit publication actually published something interesting and accurate this week. They stated once and for all that the digital marketplace, especially the streaming services, don't pay artists nearly enough royalties. We're not talking about pennies to the dollar or even pennies to the play count. We're talking about maybe paying artists a measly $100 after years of stream plays. That's right. We're talking about potential hundreds of millions of plays to justify the tiniest, most minuscule of payment for their art. How is this justified? How is this reasonable? How is this accepted as the standard? It's the lie, the illusion of the positive side of the digital standard. The profitability of the digital standard is nothing more than a flat-out myth. There is no living in it. Remember that next time someone tells you that artists make up for it in quantity. So that brings us back to our original point of this series of wax casts. The real money is still in physical music. Yes, touring, merch, licensing, of course, all contribute to the pie chart. However, the profit line math is clearly in the favor of physical releases. Knowing this and knowing that the current buying patterns of music buyers are consumed by the digital standard, why are they not emphasizing and pushing the physical product? Some could argue that they consider it a dead market. We know more than most that this is a myth. CDs, although on the decline, continue to sell millions of copies a year. In fact, until just last year, they outsold digital in per unit sales. Vinyl is a much different story. Vinyl sales are not only growing, but doing so exponentially. There's not only a market there, but a growing one. And this is in a recession. However, as the digital standard gained its foothold, and thinking they were ahead of the curve, many labels began focusing their attention on the digital release and less on the physical. It may have started with just a couple less pictures in the album sleeve. Who needs a lyric sheet? Do we really need to put that much money into promoting it? How cheap can we do this? Who will press it for less? How many copies do we have to put out? It makes sense to the penny-pinching fat cats of the corporate labels. Less cost, less inventory, less work. Cash in, push the digital, screw the consumer. What the labels fail to take into account are those groups of people, like us and so many others, who would not be muscled into the digital standard by shortchanging the physical releases we were demanding. We would not sit back and swallow the pill. Many of us did the opposite. We stopped buying altogether. Suddenly, they were left with no income in either format from these groups. This is nothing new. The core of the superpower record labels is simple. Devise a new format, make it better, 
more portable, kill off the previous format, and force the repurchase of all the music the consumer already owns. But one thing changed with the digital. One factor changed. While it certainly has more portability, it has one giant flaw. You can't touch it. Tangibility plays a lot when it comes to purchasing. People need to see, feel, touch, and examine a product before they purchase it. However, if this were the case 100% of the time, the digital standard would have never become the unfortunate reality that it is today. People are willing to pay for portability and sacrifice so much in the process. However, the digital standard could not produce one thing. Value. No matter the product or service, in order to sell, something must have value. This is not rocket science. One big reason CD sales began to fall was not simply the digital convenience or even the free illegal download. It was that people were no longer seeing value in the music that they were overpaying for. The prices continued to rise, but the product came with less value. The large price tag was the only option due to the death of the single. Had the CD still been seen as something of real value, the legions of listeners would not have jumped formats so quickly. This is something that vinyl lovers have always stressed in their reasons for purchasing wax. Things like album artwork, pressing quality, lyric sheets, extras, it all adds to value. They want something more for their hard-earned dollar. So is it too late for the labels to go back? The answer is a clear no. In fact, on a bright side, some have already started rewarding the customers who have remained true to the format that produces the most revenue. All of a sudden, we are seeing some time, thought, and art put back into physical releases, especially vinyl. All of a sudden, we are offered deluxe editions of new albums. And if anyone wants to argue that people will not pay top dollar for some exclusive extras, then they clearly have not experienced a Kickstarter campaign. Once again, this was a lesson that the indie labels learned long ago. By keeping the attention on physical releases, especially vinyl, they weathered the storm that was the birth of the digital standard, and many are thriving. It's great to see colored wax return, posters back in the sleeves, and album-only exclusive tracks. The tide is definitely turning, but more needs to be done. Unfortunately, there are labels who are still looking at the marketplace with a very narrow lens, focusing on digital as if it will somehow be the saving grace to their overinflated paychecks, not realizing that quantity counts for nothing when it doesn't pay per play. What the big labels have to learn is that they can do it better than anyone. They have the most resources, the most cash, and the best promotional means. They already have album designers, photographers, and marketers at their disposal who would love to return to the payroll. Get on board! Start using the resources you have to make the physical releases something to be treasured, something unique, and something to collect. Make physical releases worth every red cent thrown at them. Make it cool to look at your buddy's record collection again. Make those who only download 
envious of people who still darken the doorway of the local record shop. Reward the consumer. Reward those people who have kept you going through the biggest financial blow in music history. They've earned it. That's going to wrap up this three-part wax cast. This revolution is now firing on all cylinders, and we have only begun. The archive is updated and can be accessed to catch up on all the other parts of this series and all of our other WaxCasts. Your feedback is important, and we love to hear your thoughts. Email us at sideb at getitonvinyl.com. As always, thanks for listening, and please share this WaxCast with a friend and help us spread the word.